Greetings. I'm the Reverend Jen Fenner of Epworth United Methodist Church in Gaithersburg, Maryland, and this is Transformed by Faith Today. Today we focus on John chapter 19, the last part, which essentially details the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. We hear about the soldiers taking charge of Jesus and Jesus carrying his own cross as he goes out to Golgotha. We hear about him actually being crucified and those who are crucified with him, one on each side with Jesus in the middle. We hear that Pilate has a notice prepared and pins it to the cross to read Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. We listen as the community protests that this is not their king, but rather the one that claimed to be their king. We hear that the soldiers divided Jesus' clothes into four shares, one for each of them. And we hear that scripture is being fulfilled. We also hear the tender details of Jesus' mother and Jesus' beloved disciple there at the foot of the cross watching his suffering and his pain. We hear that even in the midst of that suffering, Jesus' compassion for his mother and those who love him is on full display. And finally, we hear after asking for vinegar because he was thirsty, that Jesus literally bows his head and gives up his spirit. There's nothing like the details of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ to give us an up-close and personal look at human suffering, both physical and emotional and spiritual, to give us a up-close and personal look at the depth to which human beings can go to hurt each other, to torture each other, how far and how deep sin can lead us in our fear and in our shame and in our need to protect our own power. And yet today in the midst of all that is bloody, all the suffering, all that is hard to hold, I also invite us to see the depth of God's love for us, to see the way that literally Jesus just hours prior has sat at the table with Judas knowing that Judas would betray him how Jesus himself has stood in the garden and suggested that they even take him peaceably, reminding them that he has never protested. The way in which Jesus speaks to the thief that hangs on the cross beside him, the way in which Jesus tenderly cares for his mother, the way in which Jesus' call for thirst likens back to the conversation he had with the woman from Samaria at the well, the woman to whom he promises not just water, but living water that would well up from within her. It's amazing to me the character of God that is on display. I think sometimes when we see public demonstrations and public spectacles, we look for the big things, the overarching ways that we think point to someone's power or skill or character. And yet this story seems full of details, powerful ways in which piece by piece, we see the character of a God who literally 
is bleeding and dying that you and I might have not just life, but full life and free life, life filled with purpose, life that has been redeemed, life that isn't bound by all of the ways in which we walk away, but rather continually each day, new every morning, open to the possibilities and the purposes that God has for us. Today, as we reflect on the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, I pray that through all of the pain, we see the character of a God who continually writes a story of more, that we are not defined by our sin, but rather can be defined by God's love, that we are not determined by our mortality and our death, but rather that we can be freed into eternal life through Christ that you and I are not defined by our defiance, by our denial, by our ability to act as a traitor. We're not defined by our tears. We're not defined when the world goes dim with the suffering that we experience. The cross seems to remind us that in the midst of all that should not be, we can still be defined by God's love. There is no suffering too deep, no death too complete, no sin too painful, no betrayal too wide to not be overcome by the love of God in Jesus Christ. And so today does become a Friday that is good Good because God's love is good. Good because God is good. Good because God has the final word. Scripture tells us that he could have called 10,000 angels, but he doesn't. Because over and over again, God chooses to define us by God's love and not our failures. God, we're grateful. We're grateful that your word is strong enough to overwhelm our self-doubt, to overwhelm the suffering, to overwhelm our sin, to overwhelm our incapacity to remain faithful. We ask God that you would keep our eyes not just on the cross, but mostly on the details of your love told over and over again in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and for the victory that is ours on the cross. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen.